together anymore uh i am here with a special guest kurt is here Woo! Ooh. Ooh. just for you buddy <laughs> oh thanks uh i got very jealous last week when i was in california visiting my sister and uh the kiddos that uh dave recorded with all of his brothers-in-law yeah he put on quite the party yeah he put on quite the party so i want to have a party of my own and kurt is that party (laughs) well all my brother-in-law's little talk brothers-in-law little talk fantasy football so um so kurt welcome thank you for joining me thank you good to be here as always glad it finally worked out after a very very long time absolutely um so we had to open with the uh, "Want to Be Like Kurt" because, uh, as we all know, Kurt is a beautiful fantasy football mind, and uh, we're gonna pick at it tonight. We're gonna see what we can find out about how we should be doing things. <laughs> it sounded creepy, but you know it happens. How we should be doing things. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, so we are recording early today. Uh, this week it is Tuesday. It is not Thursday, so it'll be a surprise for all you super fans out there. Uh, that you're getting this in your ear holes a couple couple days early, but on Thursday night I will be at Machine Gun Kelly, Ooh, which is very something. exciting. Are you excited about that? Yes, very you're a Machine exciting. Gun Kelly fan. We are we are big Machine Gun Kelly really? uh, fans in this house. Yeah, actually, all joking aside, I don't even I don't know about joking at all. I know the guy, but I don't know anything that he any of his. I mean, right. he's a total weirdo. Um, he and he and Megan Fox are total weirdos, but his music that they are, that's is, what is I know. pretty fun. So is it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so I will be gone Thursday. Dave texted me to say, uh, to, to ask if I would come to him this week. Mm. And I said, ooh, about that, uh, busy Thursday. And he said, yeah, I got a really busy week. It's going to be hard to find time. So I said, I'll just record on my own. And that meant reach out to Kurt and see if you can take the, take the weight off of me because, uh, I know you have a lot to say. Oh yeah. It's funny, <laughs> but... And already bringing uh, already bringing topics to the table. So uh, the other thing I was going to mention was we're going without the microphone tonight. So we're recording old school, straight through the phone, and hopefully it works. I see the little waves going, but uh, my phone is having. Does that mean they can issues. hear you? Yes. See that wave yeah. every time. All right. I talk. Okay, so that means that something's happening. So uh, hopefully it works out. Okay, that's what Dave would have been using last week with uh, his brothers-in-law. Anyway. Uh, Dave, we miss you already, and I will say well done the last two weeks. 
Um, I will admit that I didn't listen to your complete solo one, but I did in the airport listen to the Brothers-in-Law Mock Draft. Yeah. Do, and you listened to it, I I'm assuming. listened to both of them, obviously. Um, I did like the uh, I did like the wide variety of uh, ability levels. <laughs> yeah, I liked the attempt to draft a second was... quarterback way too early. And I, nope, not super flex. <laughs> um, and I pointed out to Dave that I I uh, I feel like his uh, his uh, the eldest brother in law's Aaron's laugh is very similar to my laugh. Yeah, I was kind of freaking out a little bit. <laughs> it's I felt like it sounded like me, but maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, was he the one that the the more knowledgeable one that yes. had kind of a? Yes, he is in. Actually, he was in the. Uh, uh, he was in that. Um, There's no I in team league oh, okay. where we drafted full NFL teams. Okay. He was in that the one that, basically, didn't keep going for um, whatever reason, but uh, I think he and Waylon both now are in Vampire, if I remember correctly. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so here's the plan tonight. We will do uh, quick news and notes because that's Dave's area, and I don't typically prepare much. Um, you got something though. I, 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 I have something. Um, it's more of a. It's kind of where all the news and notes coming out right now are going, and um, it kind of leads to a philosophical question that we can talk about. Um, I've got a startup going on, so I've got a couple of little quiz items for you that I okay. think are kind of fun. Um, around that, and that'll lead to some other kind of fun talks, and I can all, overall just let you know how my team's looking. I haven't updated you in a few rounds. Yeah, you haven't. Um, and then you brought up that you have an opinion about the Taxi Squad ethics. Yeah, I do. I want you to I check out. There's one team I want you to check out of mine. <laughs> yep, Part of it's they... a humble break of my uh, <laughs> of my hey, offensive side. I'm okay with you. And then bragging. and then I, and then I need your help on the defensive side. That's fair. IDP. I, I love it. And then yeah, then it came with a few topics to talk about. One, awesome. You guys, you brought up uh, the Taxi Squad. <laughs> Sweet. So in three short hours, we'll be, we'll be done talking here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing was just a strategy at the turn because mm-hmm. um, I love the turn and you had mentioned, have I started to rethink that at all for, for yeah. specific reasons? So we'll get to that as well. Um, do you want to start? Uh, why don't we start with your, uh, let's start with your humble brag. Oh, I mean, start you're, with the you're the special guest and I, I brag about you uh, having a beautiful right. mind. So, so this is, let's hear it. I've been doing a few startups. Um, most of them auction though until just recently i did some snakes for old time's sake um but there is a team here um that i almost entirely punted idp okay side thinking that's going to be easier to make up and so i want because i I want you to take a look at the idp and tell me if this is a team that um can be selfish on the idp side to compete or because is, your offensive side is Because so the offensive good. side, I was picking so many good offensive guys. I, I punted RB, obviously, sure. but it, I was just starting to look at up and down the offense and like, wow, this you know team's kind of like middling, so which way do I go with that? Mm-hmm. Um, the situation with this is I do only have my first and second next year. I traded off fourth or third, fourth, and fifth. Just I mean, as long if you have your first and second, I wouldn't consider that to be something you even need to be worrying about. Um, Everything after that is much less uh, of a sure... So, sure. I don't know, do you want me to, like, read off the defensive side, or do you just want to take a look at it and, and let me know what um, you... For the sake of, uh, you know, our many, many listeners, you should you should probably you should probably read it off, and maybe once you're done reading it off, I can have it in front of me to look at it. How's okay. So, yeah, sounds good then. So, like, give us, give us, the, give us the high points. I'm assuming this is 12-team. 
Um, super flex. Yep, 12 teams, super flex. Equal starters, offense, um, defense. It looked like it looked like pretty equal score, uh, balancing or balanced scoring. They start three defensive line, which is more than most places that I've seen. Three LB, three defensive back. Um, but then, yeah, pretty uh, overall deeper starting requirements. Okay. Just three wide receivers, three flex. So it's it's a, a longer list of teams there. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, twelve team. And I'll say um, to to punt. What what round did you take your first IDP? Guy? Well, this was a. Uh, <laughs> oh, this was an auction. This was an auction. So you just didn't. So yeah, out of like a thousand, <laughs> out of like a thousand, I spent like nine hundred on offense, <laughs> and then I left like it was a little over nine hundred on offense, and a little over like I I got Chase Young. He was the only person that I spent like more than a couple bucks on. And well, I give you credit because it is hard. I, I will agree with you that it's easier to make up on the defensive side than the offensive side. That being said, it is very hard to avoid getting your favorite players on the defensive oh. side. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like anything else. It's the same with running back. It's like I say I'm not taking any running backs, and then Dobbins is there, and I'm like, oh, maybe mm. I should just take him. Yeah. But so, yeah. so good for you for resisting. Well, I ran into it a little bit, just but the, they were just the prices are just going higher than I was like comparatively. They just seem to be going higher, and so I punted a few. Like just, just I avoided a few, and before I knew it, I'm like, okay, now I'm just starting. And get was this the one that you were sending me some updates? Yeah, I was sending you updates. See, yeah, okay. you see, you saw some of the, the way that the team looked initially, um, but you didn't see how bad my defensive side was. Um, All right, so let's hear the offensive starters. Or do you want to go by, just oh. go by position? Well, we can go offensive starters. Um, I mean, you can give all the offensive. I mean, that's fine. Well, I don't have many other offense that aren't okay. in the starting position because I'm just hoarding defense okay, to okay. see who, who pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the starters are Pat Mahomes. And then in the RB slots right now, i got Snoop Conner and Ty Chandler. Completely <laughs> punted RB. Okay. All right. Well, we got Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Kyle Pitts, A.J. Brown, DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, and then Justin Fields. So pretty much every wide receiver that I love. Yeah, that is that's a humble brag and a half. Well, what's what's funny about that is, th- I mean, obviously we're going to hear the defense, but with that, with those offensive players, that those are the kind of receivers that are going to make up for the running back spots. Mm-hmm. Like those two running backs probably aren't going to make get enough points to even keep you afloat. But if you could find a PPR guy that gives you six seven eight points a week yeah you're probably gonna have enough because those receivers are so stubborn. well that's what i was when i initially i thought i was just punting this year but then i started looking I'm like these that offense is so solid at least those wide receivers are so solid that that might actually put me into a competing position those are solid start i mean you don't need to even worry i mean it's cake if you compete this year because those are offensive starters that are going to be offensive right. starters that's for the true. next three four years yeah. Yeah, but that's too where the other situation that I got in. So I traded a third away for just a small amount of cash to kind of like because there's some guys I was after. Um, but then my third, and my fourth, I traded away. Like it ended up didn't work. Like I told him I would do the deal, but he was like gone when I agreed to it, and then I was off for the whole rest of the night. So then he gave me the cash, but didn't end up using it. Um, but the reason that comes comes into play is because with IDPs easier to make up during those like the third to the fifth rounds right. as well in the and oh, so Oh, that's a good point. Third, fourth, fifth. Yeah, those rookie picks in an IDP. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about that. Those actually do have value in an IDP. So I'm I'm a little bummed about that and I don't know if yeah. that affects how to uh, you know, make up for everything. 
Um, so here's a bunch of names I don't know, so I'm just going to read these off in case there's anything there. But there's So this is your IDP side? Yeah. Okay. So I have Chase Young, who looks like he just got put on the pop. But then Yannick Ngaku. Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Yeah. Josh Sweet. Sweat. Josh Sweat. <laughs> All right. Zaven Collins. He's the reason I straight away the third, because I needed enough cash to get him. Like, yeah. He was the one guy... I thought was going to have be, he increased be opportunity. Stepping in to start alongside Simmons this year because Hicks is gone. That's what I was thinking. Um, Troy Reader, Jalen Smith doesn't look like he's on the team. Okay, right pause now. for a second. So Jalen Smith was really good for the Cowboys a few years ago, but for some reason he's completely fallen off and doesn't seem like he. I I feel like if I'm remembering correctly, there might be like a knucklehead off the field situation with okay. him. Okay. Because yeah, he got picked up by somebody and didn't barely play, which is weird. So like he's a good stash, but you won't you won't want to start him. Does Troy Reader is he still on the Rams? Yeah, no Chargers. He's on the Chargers. Have you looked up projected depth charts to see if he's going to start? Because he was behind. He got to play because Kaiser had gotten hurt for the Rams. I, I do think. also have Kai, but Kaiser's on. Uh, yeah, Kaiser got Kaiser got traded. Looks but like. I think Reader. I think Reader played well enough. He probably earned his way into a starting position. Yeah, I didn't look at the depth chart. Um, anyway, we can look at that later. Okay. Continue. Um, so then we move into the DBs, who are just currently in starters, but I don't know if they'll be the starters. Adrian Amos, Canoe Neal. Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal. And John Johnson. You pronounced that one right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- these names are brutal. Um, and then... They're just not names you hear as often, so Ed, I don't blame you. Jayon Brown, Drew Tranquil. And then a whole bench full of people. I don't know if these guys end up being starters either, but most of my bench is just like I grabbed a bunch of rookie guys, you know, seeing who would hit. IDP guys? Yeah. Um, Devontae Wyatt, Alex Wright, Sam Williams, Logan Hall. So those are all rookies. Okay. Baron Browning. Oh, he's an Ohio State Buckeye, you know. Yeah. And he I, should be starting this year, I think, for the Broncos. I'm hoping, hoping. Michael Walker. Okay. Joe Schobert, who again I don't God, think is he's on a still team. alive. I thought he died. He's only twenty eight. Is that, yeah, is that old for? No, it's not. I'm just. It's just funny how he was so good for the Jaguars. Yeah, and then he goes to the Steelers, and then he's kind of like they don't not like... playing as much. But he just has a nose for the ball, though. But they even dropped him. He's is he on a team right now? No. He... Well, that's weird. Last he's visited much. the Saints. That was it, and nothing since then. He'll end up on a team though. He's too. He's too good of a playmaker. Anyway. And Mika Kaiser. Or Mika, the Mika one Kaiser. Willie Gay. Pretty sure I got that one. Okay. And Chad Muma, another rookie. Yep. Corey Littleton, another guy yeah, who just happened fell him? off. Another guy that died. Some of yeah. these guys, this is the thing about IDP is it turns over even more than... It does it turn Even off? more than running backs, it seems like there's some turnover. It's weird. Grant Delpit. Do you think it's... Be- well, no, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say maybe it's because they their athleticism matters so much. So if they hit a hit a wall but i mean offense i thought athleticism matters too yeah go ahead um grant delpit grant delpit um nick cross another rookie amani holker oh cross is the rookie for uh for the colts yeah yeah he's the guy that uh could benefit because Kyrie willis retired oh okay yeah i'm liking what i'm hearing i'm gonna be honest really i mean who knows if it's enough to propel you into competing but i'm liking what i'm hearing okay well so at least you no. Know, sometimes you just don't know about a team until the first few weeks but like it needs enough to put forward a team because i literally didn't know it like 
um, much so is about this these draft days. still going on? No, this one has ended now. So do, what offense do you have on the bench? Um, not much. I only have a few. Because you just figured you wanted to take yeah. the shots on defense yeah. to see who. Yeah, like, see, I'm just so much better at making up offense on my own. that. So I have Dekeel Harry, Harrison Bryant, Johnny Smith, Cade Otten, Romeo Dubes, and Taekwon Thornton. Okay, some nice little dart throws in there. Yeah, I like that. I, I like the sound of that team a lot. I mean, your offensive starters are so, other than running backs, are so good. You'll be able to make up for a lot. I mean, I would look at it as, depending how good of matchups you have initially, that off, those offensive starters and kind of the boom potential of some of those defensive guys could get you a couple early wins while you're deciding if you're actually good enough to compete. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to decide what you want to do. Although you don't have anybody you would sell I don't off. have anybody really to those trade. Because defensive, yeah, defensive guys don't really trade well. Um, and I don't know who I would get rid of. I mean, that's something I, I maybe consider selling one of them, like one but of the top I, guys. But for an IDP, like if, I mean, who would be the best example? Like, let's say Joe Schobert gets picked up by a bad team. Like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not thinking of who actually needs linebackers or I guess he's kind of an outside linebacker defensive end, but like, let's say he gets picked up by a bad team and he racks up tackles for the first couple weeks, you know, somebody loses, you know, has an injury or something. Could you get a third round? Yeah, that may be a good way to him, some get my thirds know? and fourths back yeah. at least for some of those defensive guys. And in IDP, I mean, we both know that that drops both IDP rookies, but also because people are excited about IDP, it drops offensive dart throws back too. So, yeah. Do you want to take a quick glance at who's available and tell me if I should be picking up anybody on the IDP? Like anybody worth taking? Yeah. Is this everybody here? Yep, that's the IDP. And you're and you would be hoping to stick with younger, right? I would think. Yeah, I suppose so. And unless I mean, if it gets like looking at it, if that is a competing team, like even just if you mention guys to keep an eye on, like older guys, like oh he he could be worth it. So if in the first two weeks I get wins and then decide to switch to actually trying to compete at that point, then yeah, I would go older guys. Um, because I will admit I get kind of stuck in my ways on the IDP guys that I like, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know the other thing that's interesting, like like a name that popped up was like Taron Johnson for um for the Bills. But when you're not required to start a corning cornerback, he's mm-hmm. much less appealing. But like he was the eleven eleven um, number eleven cornerback last year. Oh yeah, and he had. If you look at his stats, the it wasn't as good last year, but the year I think it was the year before last year, mm-hmm. he had like over a hundred tackles as a cornerback. That this dude here, yeah, okay. So I mean, he's one. He's twenty six now, but I mean, he was he's one that I really like to pick up, especially if cornerbacks are required. It's actually one of the only things I don't like about sleeper is. I don't think you can even distinguish safeties and corners and defensive line, defensive tackle. I don't think you can, not that I've seen. I've heard that they're I've heard that Sleeper's working on true position. Yeah. Which That'd be cool. which I think is what distinguishes edge rushers like it basically takes defensive ends and outside linebackers like and has edge rusher as a position and then more coverage guys as positions. Mm-hmm. If I, Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I could be way off on that. But I think that's the idea. 
Um, so, yeah, that's the one thing I don't like is, that, you know, it's, like, I would always take, um, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm drawing, Aaron Donald super high when you're required to right. defensive Oy, tackle. Yeah. It's so much better than every other defensive tackle, but when you're not required, it's not quite as appealing, so. Uh, yeah, so nobody was really jumping off the list there, but again, okay. you can kind of look. I, I like to, I mean, when I'm doing like rookie IDP drafts especially, I like to look at the projected um, depth charts. There's a website, when you type in a team and depth chart, mm. there's one that pops up. I think it's Our Lads, if I remember correctly. That seems to be pretty good. Anyway, I like to look and see if, number one, do they have a currently have a starting spot? Or are they the next in line behind somebody else where if there's a, you know, if I can get the second string strong safety for the Ravens, like that's a very appealing position. Like if that top guy goes down, then, Mm -hmm. you know, so anyway. Yeah, that's a, that's a good humble brag. That's a good looking team. Well, I was only bragging on the, on the offensive side because I just love the, you know, that, that wall of wide receivers and add that to Kyle Pitts and Mahomes. But I did that at the expense of obviously not having any idea what the defensive looked like. I'm I'm so much of an Ohio State homer, so it's sometimes it's not fair to ask me. But like, are you feeling as confident about Justin Fields as I am? Oh, I am. I yeah. I just feel I like I'm there's more... no reason to think that he's not going to be really good, or at least have the chance to be really good. Yeah, I get off people though. Like I I don't pivot nearly as quickly as many people do. Um. And, yeah, so I say I think bullish is lose, bullish. Lose faith, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if I if I kind of believed in a guy, I, you know, stick with it for at least a few years, especially at some of the, you know, I don't know if there's any positions that are more challenging than others because they say tight ends take a while to develop, wide receivers take a while to develop. They're talking, you know, like two, three years. But quarterbacks, too. Seemingly not anymore. Those things seem to have changed, too, though. Is, and I don't know, like, if is that is that – Kind of well, across the board. That, I mean, that's... I mean, you haven't been playing as long as I have, but like there was a point with quarterbacks where the idea of a quarterback coming into the NFL as a rookie and starting and being anything close to any good mm-hmm. was un absolutely unheard of. Like it just was unheard of. Everybody, everybody ended up like David Carr, where he just got killed. He got sacked a hundred times and like basically just gave up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and now a quarterback coming in and not getting to play right away, it's like, well, what's wrong with this guy that he's yeah. not getting to play right away because so many come in and are good. And so now you get a guy like Tua who came in and didn't light the world on fire right away even though he got a chance to start. And it's like, you know, what's going on? So it feels like uh, the other positions are starting to be more like that because there was a point where – and now quarterbacks come in right away and now I feel like it's kind of going – I mean, Pitts is obviously a different beast, but look at Fryermuth came in last year. He was catching touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, you know, tight ends. I mean, I guess maybe we just need to distinguish between, like, the top pedigree guys and the next, you know, kind of well, next that's kind of, I'm, I'm still trying to observe and figure it out, I suppose, because, yeah, like, there's kind of historically, from what I, I have heard, it, it was rare for, you know, some of the breakouts to happen that we're seeing, like, right away. And so I don't know if, like, this is the new normal. And so just it is right to cut a bait on a guy after, you know, a year or two. Yeah. Or if these are some, you know, more of an anomaly. And, you know, the past, you know, as so maybe something changed in the offenses that allowed some rookies to come in. And, and but you know, so, and then the defenses were caught off guard. So just during this period of time, then, but as defenses come back, then we get, you know, they, 
the rookies need time to develop again or something. Like I don't, I don't really know what the. Uh, There's also flashes too. I mean, you know, like the like Kadarius Tony. Hey, he had like one gigantic game, and then a few plays around that. Mm-hmm. Enough for somebody to think, you know, he can really keep building on that moving forward. But then you got a guy like Jalen Rager. He never even flashed. I mean, right. he's been completely just awful. And he doesn't get drafted. I mean, we're I'm in I'm in round seventeen of a fourteen team startup. I mean, he's nobody. I don't think anybody's even considering him. You know, mm. so it's. I think well, he's had plenty of opportunity. Opportunity too. Right. Sometimes the the wait in the past, from what I heard as well, like sometimes oh yeah, two three years, but a lot of that had to do with opportunity. Like they just didn't get as much opportunity to see the field. Um, but once you're on the field, you're kind of expected to perform. God, we're done and with Jalen June Rager's... bugs and this giant... What is, <laughs> is that? It, is this what... I don't know. That's not a June bug. It's like... I know it's not a June bug. We're done with June bugs, and I have some other giant bug flying around. It is July now, so yeah, it's probably the July bug. When I was in California, they have these giant green, shiny emerald green beetles. They're like two or three times the size of a June bug, and they fly around, and they... Not at night, like a June bug, but like in the middle of the day. And they do exactly what Junebug does. They like oh they my. like go around you. They like <laughs> want to run into you. And I must have looked like a lunatic. I'm at the park with the kids, and there's all these na- all these Brazilian nannies and their ki- and the kids that they're taking care of, and, and me at the park. And I like have this little kid shovel, and I'm trying to like bat this thing out of the air. I'm like swinging at it and everything. Oh. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Well, would you bring the table? All here? right. So news and notes. So Dave usually collects the news and notes, and I I don't do that. And I was like just thinking as we as Claire and I drove home from dinner, I was just trying to think like, well, what what's been going on in the NFL? And I was like, well, Kyler Murray got his new deal, and then I remembered, oh wait, they talked about that last week, and then Kyle Rudolph. And... Well, I got him. Yeah, there you go. Knocked him right out of the air. For those keeping score. He's taunting me. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph one, one, scary bug zero. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph uh, went to the went to play with Brady. They already talked about that. So, but so then I thought all the updates. Yeah, just said it anywhere. That's fine. Um, anywhere but the pool table. Um, so then I thought like the updates I've been getting recently are pup list. Like who's starting oh, the year yeah. in the pup list? Who's not starting the year in the pup list? So. You know, like Chase Young is starting the year on the pup list. Um, there's some some other guys. Uh, a lot of them are. And I guess my question for you is, uh, at this point of the year, are you concerned about starting the year on the pup list or starting at this point, starting camp on the pup list? Is this something that's even on your radar to um, be worrying about? Not really. really. Uh, and, I mean, I'll read the... I'll read the news and see what they say as far as, like, the reason behind it. But I've seen so many guys in my, um, the few years that I've been doing it kind of just go on and go off, um, you know, and be ready by the time the season starts. Um, so for the most part, no. Uh, what is it? I think Justin Ross has already been put on the IR. So oh, you don't his say. Rookie season is done, his rookie season is over. So when I see something like that and just know the season's over, then it's like, you know, a bummer, I guess, but not a... It's, it's good to know right away to throw him on the oh, IR Oh, Justin spot. Ross. Wow, that's funny. I was thinking John Ross in my head. Oh! <laughs> and I was like, why would anyone care that John Ross is on the IR? Because, of course, he lives on the IR. 
okay, Justin Ross. But yeah, good old comeback story, like, hopeful yeah, for Justin Ross. I would like yeah. Justin Ross to be healthy and be able to play at some point. But, yeah, me too. Um, Especially because he was looking good right away. Did you see the one-handed catch? That, no, I didn't. Uh, he I haven't watched much of anything. Oh. Got to remember, I just got back, not just, but a few days ago, got back from a week in oh. California where I didn't really watch Yeah, it was, it was a, a little while ago on, on, twi- on Twitter. So, you know, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is talking him up, and they're showing this one-handed catch. But yeah, for the most part, um, not getting really concerned with having to make contingency plans until it gets closer to the season. Me neither. Me neither. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't worry until somebody's declared that they're going to miss extended time. Mm-hmm. I am wondering what in the world is wrong with michael thomas because oh, he's yeah. been injured for over a year <laughs> what's wrong with him yeah i don't really understand what the issue is yeah i have no idea but yeah it's well over a year it almost i don't he's one that i have a hard time factoring in as a viable player just until i see him take the field i don't believe it i'm uh and you cannot trade him like if he's oh, on no a, if he's on a team of yours right now you're just stuck sitting there with him and you just got to pray he hits the field and looks good enough to get something for him yeah i Got a, f- I mean, it was last year during the season yet when there's still talks from coming back. I got a first, but that's unheard of at this point. But at the same time, I would probably pay a second to be like, if I'm competing, I'd yeah. probably pay a second, you know, just to take that. I mean, you, sh- yeah, you should. I, I mean, yes, you should. Pay but I'm definitely not paying a first at this right. point because there's just way too much risk. And if you're somebody holding Michael Thomas, the idea of not getting a first mm-hmm. just feels, just feels yeah. gross. Absolutely. But you didn't, uh, you talked about Kyle Rudolph going to Brady. You didn't talk about, you didn't see the news with Julio Jones going there now? I did. Yeah, thank you for remembering. I just saw that today because he he went in the startup just now. Mm. It was kind of like, do you remember when rookie drafts were going on and was it Mostert got injured and then that was when Tracer oh, and all of a sudden yeah. shot up the yeah, whatever? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was like every single rookie draft had the person whose pick it was when that happened, and Trey Sermon went at that point in like every draft. Mm. And it kind of feels that way in the startup draft as he just went (laughs) in the 16th, 17th round, whatever we're in. Do you have any interest, any faith, like... Well, I mean, in the 16th, 17th round, I might take a stab at it, depending was, on who else is there, but... Was he already kind of used up when you started playing fantasy football? He, yeah. So he was having trouble seeing the field. When he's on the field, people are still like, it's still Julio. He was still getting targets. Um, well, I guess when I first, first started in like a free league, then he was still a top guy. So I kind of have a name recognition there. Um, and that was like just the free redraft leagues. So I'm aware of that when I first started in Dynasty... He was, people were still getting firsts for him because yeah. they still believed in him. He was Julio Jones. So like getting yeah. anything less was disrespect. Um, but yeah, it went from even that to, um, to right now, like, I don't even know. Yeah. That just went pretty quick. It went, it, people's like expectations. They kept him high for a while, like longer than they should have it seemed because it's Julio Jones. And then finally everybody's admitting at the same time, like, okay, this is completely washed up. Is this... I is this evidence of well, I think this could be evidence of a few things evidence that Chris Godwin is not as close as we'd like him to be probably mm-hmm. right could be yeah would you agree okay. yeah would you say it's evidence that Russell Gage is not ready to carry the weight that many people seem to think he is I didn't realize Russell Gage was there but yes yeah that would uh, be evidence of that too could be evidence of that as well. The talk, there's a lot of talk about Russell Gage being like, 
They don't have Antonio Brown. They need that third guy behind Evans and Godwin and got Russell Gage, you know, but I, I think just, Brady was talking up Russell Gage too, maybe. But. I think it might also, might also just be evidence of people who want to play with Brady and the Bucks bring in people that people, others are, you know, right now calling washed up and just putting together an all-star team of <laughs> literally putting together like the, I don't know, those, those old games, you know, they play games with the old, I don't remember what they're called, <laughs> but the, the Bucks are just showing that you can. What <laughs> year is this? <laughs> win championships yeah. with that kind of line. If Antonio Brown was still there, it's like, oh, we got Antonio Brown and Julio Jones. And then if Gronk, Gronk came back. Yeah, like, I traded for them th- four years ago when I uh, when I ended that Empire League. I had Julio Jones and, and, uh, and Antonio Brown. Would you have liked Julio Jones better if he had gone to Green Bay? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because he's would be, would yeah have been less the main. yeah less uncertainty of the target competition because you know does Godwin come back does he not come back you don't know it could be evidence of that but with Godwin and you know sharing a field with Godwin and Evans if you know Godwin does come back it's um, yeah not as appealing um, you just think there's a, a little little more opportunity in Green Bay I would think what about you because that's yeah that's I agree and that's what I that's where I thought he'd end up when I when I saw him get picked and saw people talking about, oh, that means he, of course he went somewhere. Everybody must have just seen the news. I assumed it was Green Mm. Bay, but here we are. Um, Why don't we, uh, why don't we go through those other conversations? And then after a break, we'll come back and talk about the couple of games with my startup. Okay. Yeah. So taxi squad. All right. We, Dave and I, last time Dave and I recorded, which feels like months ago now, uh, I was talking about how, um, how I have kind of, I feel dirty doing it, but what I've, what I've started doing is, I, actually the reason it came about is because in Joey's Navy League, you can put players on the taxi squad with four years of experience or less, which, oh, is, wow. which is a weird amount of mm-hmm. experience to be able to have it's on the taxi, taxi squad. squad. So I went into my taxi squad and I'm like, well, I don't want to win yet. I've got a lot of picks in 2023, and once I make those picks, I think I'm competing. So I went in and I put Pitts in my taxi squad. I put CeeDee Lamb in my taxi squad. You know, those kind of guys. Um, and I felt dirty doing it. But if it's within the rules, you should be able to do that. And just, you know, I don't... I guess I would say there's a right and a wrong way to tank. Benching players who are... Benching your best players or starting empty spots or starting IR players, bad form. I think this is different i want to know your thoughts because you came in i think well yeah I think well, you so, might be ready to well, well part of me i i guess i just don't like taxi squads to begin with i just rather have the extra bench spaces like what's the point of a taxi squad i agree with that um so Wait, the only time i've agreed with a taxi squad is when you can claim players from other people's taxi squads which we did in westeros originally before covid hit which was kind of a fun wrinkle. That, that could be a fun Like an unprotected thing. Right. player. It was a lot of work, commissioner work, mm-hmm. because it had to be done manually. Other than that, though, it just feels like it's just more bench spots, but you can't start them, which seems dumb. I mean, that's, and so for me, it's like an extended bench with, with limitations, so I don't maybe fully understand the purpose behind taxi squads. But my question to you then would be like what, because you, you said, you know, like it's would be, you wouldn't uh, advocate for not like for benching some of your better players and so just calling it a taxi squad like so like what's wrong with just benching some of you know some of your studs or better players um 
I will I will preface this by saying that I do realize it's a little shady. But I look at it this way. You should be you should be <laughs> Okay, I look at it this way. The taxi squad is a place to hold players who are like rookies or second year players. You hold them there and they are not eligible to start. They are not on your bench. They're basically waiting in the wings, right? I think that everybody should be starting the best team that they can. But I would argue that the taxi squad players aren't even available to you to start. So they're sitting there and that's and that's fine. Well, that's I, I guess if if there was a rule if if I could see somebody saying come on like Kyle Pitts is a top five tight end it's only yes he's going into his second year but he's too good to hold in your taxi squad and I understand that argument like philosophically I understand I shouldn't be putting him in my taxi squad but if I have built a team that is not ready to compete yet and the rules allow that a player with two years experience can or one year experience can be in my taxi squad and with the exception of my taxi squad, I'm still putting my best lineup forward. I I guess the rule there should be something in the bylaws well, and that's the whole thing. stating. I, I always advocate. Like, but then if, how do you determine? Okay, this is the other thing. How do you t- t- determine who's too good to be in your taxi squad? Well, that's. Squad? Cool. I mean, it goes. It goes that's to why that. it should. I've always said. Too. Well, I've always said you know like if it's like I would write it into the rules in some way that just kind of like doesn't necessarily allow for that if it if it's allowed in the rules like you can make your case on that but but there's a a slippery slope with that that people try to get away with a lot of things that then oh well it's not in the you know point to that like oh i i left this stud on the you know bench it's not in the rules who you know i can do whatever i want it's my team and there's and that's even subjective too i mean who's to who's to say that this player is a better start this week than this player that's why sometimes it's obvious but like most times it's obvious though. most times when it's, it's like when it's really done it's like it would be someone like benching jonathan taylor last year like that's that's right. pretty obvious but you know and people have done it to that extreme right. and then tried to be like well it's not in the rules and i can you know run my team that i want the issue i have with it is not people act like oh i paid my dues so i can run my team the way that i want but really what they're trying to do is like take a small hit this year to cheat everybody else out of money next year yeah and they're doing so in the meantime they're kind of messing with the rest of the league because it does affect standings to give one team a win and you know like to actually affect you know team wins or, or you know things like yeah. that like it affects standings and affects whether people actually make the playoffs or not you know somebody could be in a you know playoff a hard playoff run but one team gets the you know the free win twice because of them you know, you know they're lined up with one guy twice and one only gets one and so it does actually affect the rest of the league in the meantime while the person's trying to gain their, their advantage by giving up their you know buy-in for one year in order to try to gain advantage and take everybody else's money you know the next year the couple of years down the road which is obviously what i'm doing but i'm only doing that with the taxi squad i'm not doing that with i'm still putting my best starters forward with the exception of who's on the taxi squad how do you how do you solve it then well i guess the way because if you keep the experience low if you if it's only rookies on the taxi squad and i will also agree with 
what you said. I don't really get the point of it. Ultimately, right? I don't get the point. Like of it they for just the most, sit there for like, the year. You can't start them. Well, like what difference? I just rather have the extra bench right. spots because then I get more freedom and liberty to decide what I want to do with those spots. So I think with um, the but with the exception of with the exception of just keeping the experience level low. Well, keep the experience level low. Like in Corona, this is subjective too. But there is a rule written in there, like rookies on the taxi squad who are performing, like you're there is a rule that you can't leave them on the taxi squad and read really? through the buys lot does say it in there for that league. Um, but then that too is like, at what point do they, you know, are they considered right. performing? Says, what is considered performing? Is there a little subjection exactly. there? Um, the other thing, even like Kadarius Tony has one gigantic game as rookie year, but other than that, he sucked. And I don't know if that's so... the exact language that they have it written in there, but it's written in kind of a, not a very like, you know, objective type language. It's more like subjective. I'm like, Hey, so, you know, would it be allowed or not? Well, it's written in a wishy-washy way right. so the commissioner can say, hey, this player right here fits the, what we were talking about, move them up. Mm. But really, there's no... I mean, uh, really, there should there should be a threshold of, like, points per game, really. I mean, if that's what, the way we want to yeah, do well, it. Yeah, maybe points per game is too many games, right? I don't, I don't know. Um, but ultimately, it does have to be written in the rules. Like, so what you're doing, like, you can say, I can see... It's almost like... It's questionable in my mind, but not necessarily like anything wrong or shady if it's not written in the rules. I would just, because I'm aware of it, like any leagues that I, I would, any leagues I'm in, I would advocate for something being written in the rules about it. Um, or it does in sleepers. So I mean, maybe you're not aware of this. You might want to check. A lot of leagues are changing to uh, potential points or points for, for the standings and not just, uh, you know, wins and loss record. Right. And in Sleeper, it does count the points scored on your taxi squad as potential points. And so that's... If it counts... So then why are there... There just should not be taxi squads There shouldn't squads be taxi squads. If potential points count... Because you're right, that is a way to keep people from tanking because mm-hmm. if your best players are on your bench, they're still, right. like, you know, you're still going to score better. But... What is the, if if your taxi squad players who are not eligible to be put in your starting lineup can count? Then why even have it? Yeah, that, I that. that like I said, I don't understand. Um, but with I mean, potential points has its own has its own discussion because it has its own drawbacks. It you know like I I like it better because it's the best way I've found so far to prevent tanking. But it does uh, well because when you take the taxi squad part aside, mm-hmm. because I. I understand that it's a little shady, and it's not what I typically want to do. It is well. That's, that's the curious part because it's not typically I, what you would do. I like you would want to do. It's almost it, like you found one little loophole you're uh, well, okay with. Well, I think, <laughs> but I, but I think in that in Joey's Navy Friends League, I I do think it, it's possible that the four year experience is yeah. just something he hasn't caught, and that was a mistake. I don't know if he intended it to be that because I don't know why you would have a taxi squad to fit that many right. years. At that point, yeah, why is it not just a bench spot? Right, and so if that's the case, then obviously I'll just fix that. I I, I don't, I mean, I think I would still end up with a, a high pick anyway, even if I didn't have mm-hmm. my best players in there. But, um, oh, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. I was going to say something that was going to be so smart. Uh, it seemed like you're on some smart. Oh! Because because taxi squad taxi squad aside, just forget taxi squad exists. I completely agree with you that when you are when you have a team that is not ready to compete yet, and you are doing the right thing by taking okay, here's a player they're performing too well. I'm trading them off for young future mm-hmm. assets or an injured player like acquiring ETN last year, for example, where he's not going to get you any points because he's on the yeah. Or even Dobbins, ETN and Dobbins are too popular. Right. Yeah. And those were. 
two guys, by the way, that I took in that startup, those two guys in Acres, in the league I was just talking about, I mm. took those three guys in the startup auction for very cheap, and all th- Acres and ETN I've tr- I turned into a first, and I think I might still have Dobbins, but I'm trying. Anyway, but, um, but I agree, when you are trying to tank the right way, it is incredibly frustrating when there are other people who are leaving empty spots or having an IR player start in a starting spot. Mm. Because taking out the taxi squad issue, there's a right and a wrong way to tank, and it's annoying when you should be getting the first pick doing it the right way, and somebody is coming in in a shady fashion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's pick. very few things that are more annoying. Yes. Probably the only thing more annoying than that is having Brits in startup auctions. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll <laughs> okay. get to that. Not because the British are bad in any particular well, no. way, but the time zone change. That's what I thought that exact the same thing today. And if you have we can talk we can talk we'll about it later. That. But, yeah. We'll get to that for sure. Um, all right. So so you could let's get down to the brass tacks here. You completely disagree with me using my taxi squad that way, right? I would say well here's the thing though. So it's it's within your rules. So yeah. I don't disagree with like you're not gonna go out of your way especially, I don't know, unless you're monitoring everybody else's bench, you don't know what their taxi squad is doing. True. So you're not going to go out of your way to hurt yourself of a pick. So it's in the rules. So it's not that I, I, it's not that I disagree with what you're doing. I disagree with the, like, the trying to, I don't know. There's this, it's a, it's a strange little caveat to a way, like, you're usually, I, you know, solid, like, put your best team forward. And then there's this, this small little caveat that there's a little bit more of a justification for it. I would typically, though, in those leagues... Um, I don't know if I would do the same thing or not. I just haven't been in that situation. I don't know if I would do the same thing. The only time I've ever done is because I didn't scroll down far enough to realize Justin Herbert was on my taxi squad his rookie year. Um, but I was actually trying to make the playoffs. Oh, and you accidentally didn't notice I, they were right. down there. Yeah, I've done that but too. But it was a league where it was points for anyways, and so his points still counted against me, but I was trying to make the playoffs and I missed because I didn't get his points. I had that on MFL, on the World Empire, the one where the worst team every year is eliminated. And so you have to perform mm-hmm. well enough to not have your team kick, you know, eliminated. Mm-hmm. And, I had, and, and on MFL, your taxi squad is not visible. Like You have to go to the taxi squad spot, at least on the app, like it's not easy. Oh yeah, visible. yeah, yeah. And so I had Amonra St. Brown was tearing it up, and he's on my taxi squad. I forgot he was even there because I'm in too many leagues. So yeah, I think um, I, yeah, I I I think also ultimately the goal here is to win, and you want to win within the confines of the rules. Obviously, cheating is not okay, and so I I might liken it a little bit to like. Um, you know, we've had this conversation before. Somebody offers you a trade that is ridiculously lopsided in your favor, mm-hmm. but they offer it to you. Are you obligated to say that's too unfair in my favor, so I'm not going to accept that? Right. Or do you jump on it because ultimately you're trying to win and somebody made you that offer? Why would you, you know? I mean, I, I, tried to, I tried to give, I wanted that second and Frozen. He comes at me and says, I want Carlos Hyde <laughs> for that second. And my response is, uh, are you sure you don't want at least Gardner Minshew, who's a quarterback, <laughs> who could have a chance to and start at that in time a was Superflex? Go- oh, that time was going great for Gardner Minshew. Like, <laughs> are you sure? No, I really like Carlos Hyde. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then who did he become? Yeah, so, I mean, you don't have to. That's the whole thing. You don't have to tie your own hand, hands behind your back. So if it's in the rules, um, and you're not policing everybody else to see whether they're doing it or not, but they could be. Um, you know, so I'm just like I'm not saying it's like I disagree with doing it necessarily. I just I would just typically advocate for having rules in leagues where like you're putting your best rather whatever. Than, rather than you doing what I'm doing you would advocate to get the rule changed so that that's not going to happen because it's shady and... Unless you're going to try to get by with it to see what happens. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I mean... I do, I do. I mean, some people disagree because some people are all about, you know, doing, you know, whatever you feel is best for you as long as you pay your, you know, your dues, you get to do whatever. Um, but I tend to... Um, there's something about that that I would, I would tend to try to make sure that that's... Because it just, it opens up doors, I feel like. There's there's all sorts of slippery slopes and there's there's tough ways to kind of really really define you know like how to prevent certain things from happening uh, but i would I'd just do my best to like actually have a solid like the intent is in my opinion is to put for people to put their best team forward every week yeah and, and whatever you're doing long-term in dynasty understand that there's different uh long-term goals in dynasty um but in order to keep the league competitive and kind of just even keeled i believe like you not give away free wins that like it does there are people you know i've had leagues where that hasn't been policed as much and people miss playoffs because someone else you know was sitting somebody that they shouldn't have been right and that that to me that's like it's just it's a recipe for disaster in a league so for the good of the long term of the league i would advocate for actually having rules in place to for whatever way possible have the best team you know put the best team forward Seems reasonable. But unless, yeah. In the meantime, like... I can picture you, I can picture you listening to the podcast right where we were talking about. I kind of was. was going, is, going, is this, is this Ralph? This does not sound... It is. This does it not is, sound right. That's exactly what I'm like, Ralph, this is like, this is very unique, which is why I was so intrigued and interested. Here's the thing. I really, really like winning. Um, and I have several teams where I have four, five, six firsts in 2023. Mm-hmm. And those will easily fill the holes I have where my team instantly becomes a competitor. Um, but, yeah. You really, really like winning, but you also really, really, really like Bryce Young. And so you want to give yourself oh, every, possible, really do. every possible advantage you can I really to do. get him in as many leagues as, I was as you hearing, can next year. Was it, was it Dynasty Nerds that was talking about C.J. Stroud being oh, like I think a so, yeah. better po- prospect? Yeah. And they were yeah. not convinced on Bryce Young? No. I don't understand that at all. I think it all, from what I can tell, this goes back to his size. Apparently, I think he's a little smaller, but I think he's only Please, like. How many times have we heard that? I think he's only like maybe ten pounds, if that, less than Stroud. So I'm not really sure what that's. Yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I was listening to that going what? Because in my mind, it is the one one is easily done deal decided. But now I'm thinking, okay, well, if enough people believe that, and I've already seen it in one rookie draft or one oh, yeah. Debbie or, or college C to C draft this year, where some, you know, I mean, I got who, what was, oh, yeah, that league I got, uh, I got Bryce Young at 1 4. Because mm-hmm. it was Bijan and Travion and CJ Stroud. I'm like, oh, sweet, 1 4. I get the guy I would have taken at 1 1. That's perfect. Um,. Why don't we take a break right now? We'll come back. We'll talk about strategy at the turn, and then we'll get into my startup. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. good. All right. And, oh, in honor of Dave, we'll be back in two and two.
Because one of Beer Bad, apparently, first of all, love you, buddy. Shout out to you. But uh, he hates Patrick Mahomes. Hates him. He hates him, huh? Well, we got into this in the super fan chat because um, the talk was Kyler Murray compared to Mahomes. And what would you add? What's the difference between the two? Right? Wasn't that the conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in my mind, it's Mahomes. Easily, and it's add to Murray to get to Mahomes. I don't care about him. I mean, how much age difference is it? Two years? Um, maybe six to twenty-four. Yeah, I think so. Yep. yep. So then there was the conversation of somebody. I think Tadog was the one who said it would that a twenty twenty-three first plus Mahomes equals Murray. Yeah, I think that's what was said. But, that's but, what was but he said. wouldn't pay it. Like, he wouldn't pay it, and then he's and then I said, "You take Murray over Mahomes." He goes, "No, but I would trade back and gain a 2023 first. Personally, I think that opinion is crazy. Well, I, I mean, I'd probably trade back for 2023. I just don't know anybody's trading back. For I don't two think. Spots. Yeah, I don't think anybody's paying or at this first point. for that trading for that movement. But would you would you put a 2023 first on top of Murray for Mahomes? Oh, you go. You really, really don't like Murray at all, though. It's not. Well, okay. So here, this was my argument, and I got accused of. I got accused of an anecdotal argument, and I can I can see that, I guess. But I do, I, I do have anecdotal moments that ruin a player's life, and I, mm. I think that's a natural human inclination, right? Mm. For me, Mahomes is consistent. He performs every single week. No matter what, even on the weeks where he is light on throwing the ball, it it feels again anecdotal, and I, I think you'd agree with me on this because I think we've talked about this. He, it seems like he runs in a touchdown every week that he doesn't throw the ball. Is what it feels like to me. I personally have never had a week where Mahomes has been the one to let me down. He always gets me twenty or more pretty easily, right? Whereas Murray, I can think of games off the top of my head. The one against the Rams where the where Aaron Donald just ate him for breakfast is the one mm. I'm thinking of. Where he just had he just completely spazzed. He went completely Kirk Cousins on it and threw just interception like three interceptions on three consecutive, um, uh, three consecutive uh, possessions. And it's just I don't I'm not I don't want to pay for that kind of a potential meltdown. He just seems like he. He's not, and maybe he will be there, but I also, he's just so, he's very fast and very, very shifty, mm -hmm. but just, he's very small, and that also makes me very nervous. Like, Mahomes mm -hmm. is like a, he's a beefcake. Yeah. And now, I did mention, do you remember the week I mentioned? It just feels like Mahomes will never get injured. Yeah. And that was when he hurt his knee, uh -huh. and I didn't have him for half that year, but... Um, yeah, so I personally would all I would rather have Mahomes. You also times out of hundred. Yeah, I mean, 
you go off feeling a lot though, and so there, there can be some of it can be anecdotal. I um, go off feeling, but my feelings yeah, your feelings tend to be right. <laughs> they they do they, yeah, they often are. Even though you also, I think at one point said you felt like Mahomes was going to win the next ten years of Super Bowls. I did feel that way, and then I did. That didn't I did happen. feel that way. But so you just have a lot of feels when it comes to Mahomes, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, it, it is. So, I'm very sensitive. Yeah, it is a. Uh, I don't know what the data is though. So if you're gonna like look at you know kind of like a, a data perspective, how many games Mahomes has like come through, it does seem though there can be there. There's been many games where I've looked at the box score and Mahomes has like ten points. You know, in the third quarter, and then somehow ends up with thirty five. Like there, you want him with the ball, regard like coming down the stretch. If you need to come back, you want him with the ball. He's got a competitive fire where down the stretch he somehow makes things happen mm-hmm. and puts his team in positions to win. And I don't think Kyler Murray is the same kind of guy. I think he's more of a get stats early in the game. And when things get tough, he kind of crumbles a little bit. And he did not run as much last year. Some of his appeal in, in his, you know, was running. But even on a low running year, you, you know, being QB ten is nothing to sneeze at. Um, you know what? Maybe, maybe this can be a little preview from next week. Maybe I'll do a little bit of research, and I can actually get some some uh, some statistical evidence going on on why Mahomes is so much better than Murray, and really put Ted Ogg in his place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what kind of research you're going to do for that. Um, well, but just you can, wait. But then part of you too is part of his feelings, and part of your like I know too. You do gain strong opinions on attitude, and so and it does like if you've witnessed an attitude, you know, of a spazzy mm-hmm. attitude, or um, kind of a, a quit. You know, kind of you feel like you just kind of like quit or, or melted down. Like that's something you can't necessarily quantify that with numbers. But it's something to look at because it does play an effect on you know on a person's competitive nature, how they perform, or or their long term you know, longevity. I know Kyler just signed a contract, so in theory he um, it's has get fat and happy. Yeah, well, you just don't know really what's gonna <laughs> what's gonna happen now. Then necessarily, but but the way a person carries themselves on and off the field matters. It's and true. So if, if in the heat of the moment you're looking at Mahomes and he's like, okay, give me the ball, let me show you what I can do, and Kyler Murray's kind of like spazzing out, and, and that spaz does result in things like that's. Um, we all have, I think sometimes, I know I can't say, speak everybody, I guess, but I know I have, and I've heard a lot of people who do, like, they have an opinion upon a player because that player costed them one of their fantasy championships or something. Absolutely. And no matter sure. what that player ever yeah. does again. And so the, those, those memories or whatever that experiences can kind of like, it can shape a person. And I, I should also, I should also preface too, that I, I have won three years in a row of playoff league. And that has been pretty much all Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is mm-hmm. is the reason I've won, a big reason that I've won because gets to the playoffs and he's a gamer, you know. So that does that matters too, absolutely. And the grandiose fashion the first time he acquired Mahomes. I mean, that has to stick in your <laughs> mind a little bit. Doesn't it make you sad that Joe Sensors isn't even there anymore? Yeah. The the restaurant where you and I shook hands over a meal to solidify the deal of all deals. Yeah, at that point, it was one of the bigger deals. It was the biggest deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. It was a big deal. Not, I, I just make those deals every day nowadays. But. I know, right? <laughs> well, they were, there's a lot of deals that have worked out a lot better for you than that one did. That yeah, one, definitely one, That one swayed in my favor quite a bit. It yeah. looked good for you. It, it did right away. Yeah. And I, But I uh, I traded off most of the pieces anyways and got, like, I feel like I got it back. And heck, heck. I ended up with Kyler Plus, if you really look at it, because a lot of the assets I, you know, 
through the trading ended I ended up with Kyler. We got some real lightning storm going on behind you. Yeah, we do. By the way, it's this nice. is this is pretty exciting. Nice little storm going on there. We got a nice little. It's very. Uh, it's got a nice little ambiance here. So, anyways, you wanted to talk. Did you want to talk about one of your bad's trade? Is that what? Uh, yeah. So, so he hates Mahomes. Yeah, we kind of got off track. <laughs> he hates Mahomes, and so he has two leagues where he still has Mahomes. And I, I think he said Mahomes let him down. I don't remember in what like when that was or whatever. But so he's got the same kind of type of argument going. I, I guess. I guess so. Although I don't. I wonder how bad the rest of his team was. Mahomes is the reason he lost, but um, <laughs> he was counting on him a little too much. But uh, yeah, so he actually did trade off Mahomes in one league. And so I want to hear that deal. Just go ahead and read it off, and uh, and then we can comment. All right. To 95 Elijah, he sent just Mahomes. And one of bad in return got T. Higgins, um, Michael Pittman, and Zach Wilson. Give me your thoughts, Ralph. So I do still believe in the potential of Zach Wilson. I think it's too early to decide that he's horrible. Uh, although although it, it doesn't look as good as it did when he was coming in and was picked second. Um, I love T. Higgins, <clears throat> although he is the second option on his team. Mm-hmm. Overall, he'll have his number one weeks. He'll have his number one weeks, but he's he's not the alpha. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree on that. Um, Pittman, everybody seems to like. I, I don't feel strongly about Pittman. I don't really own him anywhere. He hasn't really got me anything, so I don't have a lot of feels about him. Mm-hmm. And he does have an elderly noodle arm quarterback that everybody's very excited going to the Colts, but I'm not as optimistic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think... They want him to manage and hand the ball off to to uh, to Taylor. So I think I'd probably rather have the Mahomes side. I this is also a Devi league, right? So oh, any the, it's Devi dissolution. Oh, is it? Is that what he? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So the other thing is that because the idea of trading Mahomes away and not getting any first round picks mm-hmm. is pretty gross but these would be Devi depleted firsts that would have been included so yeah at that point you just shoot for the Devi first though instead but yeah which which I've actually which I've actually completely turned around I mean the idea of Devi depleted first was like mm. oh well forget about that blah 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 yeah I've completely come around on that because the, now I'm to the point where the the new freshman coming in I'm very excited about mm. and I've also seen multiple years now of look at these rookies drafted in the NFL that were not on a Devi roster mm-hmm. you know Pickett was available um, Kenneth Walker you know, and a lot Kenneth of Walker and a lot of we yeah so. So you, you do have NFL guys if you get to pick earlier. So I think I'd rather have the Mahomes side. I don't think it's I think it's a I think it's a fine I think it's a fine return, probably. I I think ideally you would have gotten a little bit better quarterback back. Yeah, maybe like a Justin Fields or something, but maybe like I mean he maybe he's not as high as Justin Fields as, as we are still. I mean, if I could get, if I could trade, let's be clear, I'm not trading Mahomes. But if I were in a position to trade Mahomes because my team was, 
I needed to rework some things. I just had too many holes or I wasn't being whatever, and he was my only good asset. If I could get Fields, Higgins, and Pittman, I think I'd be very enthused about that because mm. I think Fields is that much just has shown that much more potential than Wilson and just had such more of a pedigree of recruitment in college and all that kind of stuff too. Um, Zach Wilson kind of came on late. So I, I'd rather have the Mahomes side, I guess. Is the yeah, I take Mahomes probably pretty easy too, but I, I also am just not trading Mahomes anymore. I've done it twice in my life and regretted it every time eventually. Each time thought I was getting a great package at the time because at the time it was. Um, and then the, the pieces all just fell away. Mahomes just stays standing. Um, so I don't. I, I think I'd still take Mahomes too, but if you're, if you're trading him, like you want an RB and some great prospects. And T. Higgins, I love T. Like T. Higgins, so he's actually got a quite amount of value there. Um, so that's no flash in the pan necessarily. There are players that you can't acquire because they're so ridiculously mm-hmm. expensive and that you wouldn't trade because you'll never get what you right. should be getting for them. Jonathan Taylor being a great example. Like It's hard to match value on the best running back who's 22 only? 23. 23? Yeah. You know, you got the number one running back in the league who's 23. Mm-hmm it's hard to actually match value on on Mm -hmm. that right but have you noticed that with Mahomes the the age while it shouldn't matter Mm -hmm. you've got Mahomes is is he 26 26 yeah okay so now that he's 26 and not 23 it's like there's just this little bit of like a, you're a little. He's a little more available. Is it the little, little bit more little available? Bit of the, yeah. Have you noticed that starting well, to happen? It's, it's, I think it's that a or little is bit it of the that. lack of but, his but target I think, speed. I think it's the, the, that a little bit, not as much, but a little bit. Who's like as people get higher twenties for whatever reason, even you know it starts to get that way. Even though with quarterbacks, they're you know good for another ten years, you know in theory. Um, I think it's losing some of his targets, and I just do think that. From what I could tell in the auctions and startups that I've done, John, um, Josh Allen and um, Justin Herbert have usurped him. Like So in the startups, I'm going, Mahomes has gone third. And in the auctions, except for the one that we were in together where I drove up the price, like as a mean one guy that kept going on it, you know, those other two quarterbacks have gone higher that, you know, like went for higher prices. And so I think... There's just a little bit of, for whatever reason, he's, like, dropping in people's minds a little bit, so he's a little more acquirable. Um, for me, he's still the 1-1. One, one. How, how old is Josh Allen? Josh Allen, I think, is 24. I'll look on that quick. Um, because cause Herbert is 22. 23. 23. I believe. I'll look at both of them right now. But I was going to say you'll have them right see, there. Well, Herbert's 24. And Josh Allen is 26, so no, it was way off. Wait, so then is Mahomes 27? Mahomes is 26. So Allen is the same age as Mahomes. Yep. And they're each two years older than Than Herbert. Herbert. Uh Uh-huh. So it's because the offensive situation is considered to be consistently good for Herbert and Allen, but it's gotten worse for Mahomes. Well, and Allen has been the fantasy QB one the last two years in a row. And I believe people, will, you know, there's been talk of him not rushing. There's been talk of him rushing less this next season, but he does have those. In those last two seasons, has had that rushing floor. For Herbert, I really just think it is a, a young a gunslinger 
who a little bit younger, his offensive situation is perceived as better. Can, but I can under I can understand. So let's let's be clear. I would I would never take another quarterback over Mahomes. He's number one for me, and I wouldn't think twice. I'm like I'm not even thinking twice about it. Like he's the guy I would take. I can understand Josh Allen going ahead of Mahomes because of how good he's like he's been the top guy like you said and with the weapons and with he's just he throws the ball over the place and then in the red zone he runs I mean he's still he's still their goal line running back too mm-hmm. I I would never take Herbert over those two guys ever I mean it's I, I get he's 23 but I, I just that's not I would never consider that well I mean, I don't think I would consider that either. But I mean, if is... I had the one-one in a startup, and I could trade back, if if I could trade back to one-three, which pretty much guarantees me Mahomes with how things are going, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be pumped to do that. I just because I I just I personally don't see it. But well, he I guess he runs a little. I mean, he runs more than Mahomes, less than Allen. He's six foot six. I don't know if that does anything for you. Um. He's not a tight end, so I don't care as much about that. <laughs> I need a tall. I need a tall tight end for quarterbacks, man. But yeah, other than that, I I don't know. I I I'm at the point. I guess I I'd be happy with a, any one of the three. And so like, as long, if I'm in the top, that's three, true. Like I'm, I'm great. But if and I got I'm my not, pick of them, oh yeah. If I got my pick, I'm still taking Mahomes. I'm just I'm not paying much on top of one to go to like was top of anybody else to get Mahomes at this point. I'll just be like, oh, I'll just happy with this guy and roll with him for a while. But I think there, I think there are people. I think there are people high enough on Herbert that they would pay something to get up to, mm-hmm. to get up to one one to get Herbert. I I don't know. Which this actually leads very well into the next topic. You would ask me how I feel about the turn. Yeah. So where do where where do you prefer? Well, maybe we should start with this. I I have always preferred to pick at the turn. Uh huh. Because you get, well, number one, you can double tap. You get two in a row. And you don't have, you know, when you have 1-1, one, one, you have to wait forever to get to your second pick. I would rather have two guys that are better, like, you know, two guys who average higher than a 1 and a, and a 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you well why don't you why don't you just say what you were saying about why why that always was so appealing and why that might be changing? Yeah, the reason I guess it for me it always was so appealing is because and we're talking superflex. Yeah, in superflex, like being up higher for me, I, I would t- I would take quarterback anyways, regardless of what position that I'm in, and others would seem to ignore quarterback, so I could double tap quarterback the first two rounds and kind of just get value there. And being a, a better position, I suppose I felt, and a lot of times my early startups, they they did the rookie draft reverse order, like you know, so it's like if I can, oh right, you get the you, yeah. if you take the turn, you get the one one yeah. rookie, pick. yeah. So if I can get yeah. in with the two court two great quarterbacks that I liked anyways, and I would have taken even if I would have been up higher, and then the one one rookie, you know, absolutely, I get my turn. I, I typically I, I did initially go the same route as you is like oh i like you know like two average guys you know the, the guys that average around the 12 13 range versus the 124 but now i'm kind of like carrying that average out a little more if that makes sense and so i was like well do i want because of the t- way i have tiers set up i'm like oh i can get you know one elite guy 
and then two guys in a similar tier over here versus the you know thinking on the three four turn you know kind of what i'm getting there so i'm kind of just kind of I don't have an answer yet. I'm just kind of balancing out and playing with things to see what I decide. I haven't done a snake draft for so long, so that's why it even came up because we were right. playing derby, picking our spots, and I was trying to count out, like, where do I want to be? Um, my top tier, I think, is, like, 10. Like, so the top 10, I felt like if I get anybody in the top 10, I'd be happy. Right. And then C.D. Lamb looks like he often comes around the turn, so I can get, you know, one of my top 10 guys and then C.D. Lamb, who I kind of consider in that top tier anyways, but people kind of, for whatever reason don't consider him there right. like maybe i want that spot but so it was, it was just kind of curious to see if, if you're finding anything um that changed your perspective or if you still like that turn also too I, I for some reason i feel like there was so many better quarterbacks back in the day like now it feels like after the first six or seven are gone it's like what you know where are all the quarterbacks that i actually like or want to want to actually go after yeah it's it's a deep position but but also when you're factoring in youth you have i mean rogers is not i I mean he's super good but not ideal because of age matt stafford is super good not ideal because of age russell wilson is getting to the point where he's not ideal because of age you know you got a lot of those kind of situations i agree that it is changing i yeah, because I, I was, like, the last few years, I would always want the early pick to guarantee Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a general rule, I want the turn still, no matter what. Because I look at it as, I know there will be guys that I love getting at the turn. Mm-hmm. And I want two picks in a row. I want to be able to have two guys and not ha- even have to worry about somebody making it back to me. So creeping up further just to make sure I'd prefer not to play that game. You know, like if I, if I try to play, if I try to play the game of, well, you know, I think Herbert and Allen are going to like in a derby, let's say you get the first Mm -hmm. pick in a derby, pick in your spot. Uh, I think Herbert and Allen are going to go one, one and two. So I'll take one, three you know that'll be the that'll be the draft then where Mahomes goes one one and then I'm getting a guy that I'm not as excited uh-huh. about. Oh yeah. And I'm like, well, shoot, if I can't have Mahomes, I would have preferred the turn. Okay. Yeah. Where I can get you know, let's just not to spoil anything. So let's say a couple years ago, like Kittle and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. You know, like double tap. You know, double sure. tap tight end or something if it was premium or whatever. So I I think I would always in a vacuum I would just always pick the turn. I just. I like having two in a row, and I know there will be somebody there that I really like. And then if we're talking specific players, Lamb is the one that that this year has proven to always be there at the turn mm-hmm. um, because of other guys that go ahead. And then as I'm watching, you know, there's always going to be running backs that creep in no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Taylor and then maybe one or two others if you're lucky. So I just, yeah, I, I still would prefer the turn. But I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil my first challenge for you based on the startup that I'm in right now. Okay. Well, let me ask you this quick because okay. I, I mentioned this. Um, so in this particular league, it was Derby. And, man, I was I was so kind of ticked because I'm not one who likes running randomizers three times. I don't get it. I'm like, if you trust the randomizer, either. just run just the randomizer. So, can, I, can I compliment you? 
You're doing a very good job not swearing on the podcast. Today. Am I really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I'm just, I'm changed. I'm a changed person. You just, you just said, oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you're throwing out some of those. I love it. Maybe my, my, girlfriend, only, has, think... my girlfriend has a 15-year-old daughter, so I spend most of my time, like, Because ha- I, I think you've thrown out the only F-bomb on this podcast. It was, like, three episodes yeah. in. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but in this particular one, because it's been so long. Yep. Um. It was a derby, but they, they randomized it three times, and then the third time, like, it was like, I got the third pick, third pick, and then the third time I was like, I don't know, seventh or something. Like, this That's is gonna... the annoying thing, is you're, you're like, well, if it had just been the first one, look yep, where I'd be exactly. picking, and so it's, it does I don't see the point. Exactly. And it's, it's not trusting the randomizer. That's the only well, reason exactly. there would yeah. be to do it three times. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and if you don't trust the randomizer, I don't trust it three, you know, one time. Right. Time. <laughs> so... Um, the person just before me picked the NFL because it's a, a C2C, and so the person just before me they'll pick the NFL 103, which is what I would have gone with because 102, 101, 102 already gone. I'm like I want 103 because that's where I get Mahomes anyways. That was gone, and so I ended up taking 104 over the turn because in my mind I'm like it's been a long time since I've done this. These are newer guys. If there's any way one of these guys takes Jonathan Taylor instead of one of the three quarterbacks, then you know I get one of those top three quarterbacks anyway. So I right. rolled the dice. Didn't end up working out. So I took Joe Burrow at one four. Okay. Um, apparently he's my fourth QB. Kind of. I didn't realize that until I was sitting like scrolling through. Like I guess Burrow's the Can one. Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. In a C to C, are you picking your your when you're up? Do you pick your spot in either yep, NFL in either. or NCAA? Because yeah. I would. I personally also, in that in that situation, I pick the earliest NCAA oh. pick that I can, and then let the cards fall. Well, where that they could, may for yeah. In this NFL. particular case, the top, and I think so, it must have been like ninth or something, because the top seven Debbie picks were gone already, okay. and so I was just like, you know, at that point, C to C though, right? College, yeah. So college, yeah. yeah, okay. And at that point, I'm I feel like I'm I'm better than most of these guys at the college side of it already too so like whoever falls to me at whatever yeah, i got there great. i'm fine with um so i took burrow one four two nine i took trevor lawrence and now i'm on the clock and um so i'm, I'm wondering do i do i take a third qb in justin fields or the, so the so quarterbacks available is fields the only one you'd be considering i mean it's yeah it's fields or who's else Rogers, Car, Tua, those are the next ones, and so Fields kind of to me is kind of in a a, a dev or a, a dynasty tier of his own. Um, or I'm not going to take a running back at this point. Top top wide receivers on on here are Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Jalen Waddle, or T Higgins. But I feel like I take Higgins over any of those other guys, and so it's basically come down to, in your opinion, with. Burrow and Lawrence already in the wings. Do I go Fields or do I go Higgins? So one thing about a third quarterback, well, because and you've also had drafts before where you have, <laughs> where you have taken quarterbacks until someone else yep. stops you. Yep. Where you've taken five, six rounds of quarterbacks. Yep. I have done those before. Yeah. Because. But because that's where I felt the value. But was. you're not in a situation because now people are actually taking. Now they're so taking. Now yep. you people have kind of caught up with that, uh-huh. so you don't have that opportunity anymore. Exactly. Because boy, have you you've gotten some real smack talked on you for that in the past. <laughs> yeah, you used to it all the yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. But people um, that just let them keep falling, I'm like I'll just keep taking them. Then I think if if I get Mahomes or Allen, then 
like okay, so I've got I've got multiple teams where I have either Mahomes or Allen and then Trevor Lawrence. Okay. So if I'm in a startup and I have though that combination, I don't think I would even consider a third quarterback there. I would get a receiver that I really like. Okay. But I'm not sure that Burrow is to that point for me yet where I feel that confident that he's like the creme de la creme, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So, and and that's just all, that's just mental for me. I mean, we've talked about this. It, it kind of, it feels like Mahomes is worth two quarterbacks by himself kind of mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know? Right. So, I think, I it, well, I, yeah, man, it's tough. <laughs> I think I, I think I'd go I think I'd go Higgins. Would you? Yeah, I think I would. Okay. I think I would. Um, just because I think Higgins is more of a short Higgins actually this is a very obvious statement. Higgins is much more of a sure thing at his position than Justin Fields is at his position. And I would argue also that Lawrence I mean, you already made the decision, but Lawrence is more of a sure thing than mm. Fields as well. So that was the right choice there, even though I love Fields. Well, that's what I guess maybe part of my um, consideration is what I'm factoring in, though, too. I don't, I don't necessarily draft people just to trade them, but so I could draft Fields, and if he hits, like I want him to... So if him and Lawrence do actually both end up hitting, like I kind of anticipate they both will... Then I can actually trade Burrow for you know quite a bit more. I would think well because he would have to do you know good as well. But he's he's high, pretty high up there in value at this point. That you know then I could like just offload Burrow for a decent return. Are you also are you considering? Are you considering? I mean, could there be potential for this team to compete right away, or are you not even thinking that? It's possible. I mean, I guess there's, right now I just have Burns, you know, Burrow, and I haven't decided which way to go. Because um, if but, you're because the, the the list of available wide receivers is pretty juicy for competing now. Mm-hmm. It's just you're going down a little further to Higgins because he's younger. And right. So there's still, more still, it still, yeah, there. still gives me the pivot. I, I that's what I like to do in the first few rounds is kind of take someone who can help me compete now, but gives me long term potential. And decide which direction I want to go, depending on how the draft looks like it's falling. And with wide receiver, it's so deep, like you can get very useful players. I feel like in the fifth and sixth round, still, I um, mean, you know, like an Allen Robinson, you know, like you know, he's gonna, he's the one that's fallen that can do pretty sure. well. Um, and DJ Morris, according to their ADP, will be available to me next round. I don't know if that'll be the case, but yeah, I don't understand why he's. I mean, especially now that they're going to have Baker, who's more competent than mm-hmm. anybody they've had throwing the ball recently, just seems very strange that. Well, DJ it's Morris... it, people haven't caught on to that yet. P- Baker does not have very. His people are just out on Baker, like completely out. Yeah, I don't want Baker, but I, well, he, no, I mean but to, to to I mean, I don't think you can make the argument that he's worse for the pass catchers. I don't than anybody. Yeah, else I don't think you can, but I don't had. think people are looking at that yet. I think, I think yeah. people are still just looking at Baker's left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, and so until they see it, like they're not they're not piecing it together yet. That DJ Moore has not had a decent like Baker's probably the best QB, regardless of what you think about him, the best QB he's had yet. You know what else is nice about picking at the turn, by the way, is that you don't have to even think as much about the ADP mm. because 
I, that is nice. Yeah. I like not having that list right there to go off of. Like, it, it's too tempting to say, okay, look, this guy's high on their ADP. That's who everybody's looking at. So he's, I got to take him now because down here, this guy, you yeah. know, people aren't looking at him yet. Well, yeah, I get one more person that's like me, though, and they're looking down a little further mm-hmm. at a guy that should be higher on the, AD, on the ADP. Well, and so, so I like the turn, be, and I was just talking with the the commish, um, the commissioner, this one that I'm in right now. Uh, he was telling me that I was that I've sniped a multiple young players from him that he had in his queue, and I took him because he's he's right on each edge of me on the turn. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, well, the thing about being on the turn is you're waiting, and this is a 14 team league. You're waiting 28 picks until you pick again. If there's a guy you want, you're you're not waiting around. You're right, taking him, and right. you're not worrying about yeah. it's not. You, quite you can't time go by ADP yet, because right. yeah, like you got to. And you're going to end up with a crap. Team. And when you're going when you're going nice. young, nice crap on this. Uh, that's okay. okay. Yeah, crap is okay. okay. I say crap all the time. <laughs> crap, crap, crap. Um, <laughs> you, uh, yeah, yeah. So you're. I mean, if you're going young, especially like you're not worrying about how bad it might make your team you're taking Mm. the guy you want and you're not you know not worried about it well would you consider so well i would i here's here's one way i might look at it for you i think that you will regret if both players do what they should do i think you will regret missing out on fields more than you'll regret missing out on higgins i will yeah so maybe that answers your question it might because if Fields is good, he's going to be really good. Right. Yeah, he is. And 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 at that position. And wide receivers just Higgins could be great, but they're just an easier position to make up. So many more. Yeah. So many more of them. Would you? Here's the, I guess the other thing. Like, technically, I I prefer DJ more a little more than Higgins. Like they're comparable, but I actually prefer more slightly more than Higgins. They're comparable. Um, but maybe it's just because I feel like he's an, is the number one on his team. You have always been a DJ. And more I have, guy, and I've he, been that's DJ your more that's guy. your dude for sure. Um. So I'm just curious. Like I was even thinking about reaching down that far. Maybe I'll just take Fields here and see who falls to me. I, I just get, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't think. So this is third round. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only frustrating thing is I think based on how most people draft right now, you shouldn't have to take DJ more now. He should be there for you in the next yeah. round. But will it drive you nuts if he's not? No, that's the whole thing. Like, like, even if I miss, miss out. if I miss out on any of those guys, it almost doesn't matter. There's so many other guys to pivot right. to. If I miss Wide out on receivers, field, especially if you look at the the other QBs that are left, there's like no other QB that I really want. Like, I'll I'll grab some guys later on, like Willis or you know, like people to take a shot on. But there's, there's no other guys with the combination of being young and having the ceiling that Fields has. Mm-hmm. I will agree with that. So I'll I'll assume. All right. Well, thanks for talking me through that. Hey, no worries. I do what I can, you know? <laughs> are we, are we talking about your startup next? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to my startup. Um, and we'll wrap this up where we're going kind of long. I hope you didn't have anywhere to be. Oh, no. <laughs> my, uh, you know, I did, I did forgo going to a movie with my lady and her daughter. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. Well, so she hates me now, huh? Mm. All right. So here's the game I want to play. I want to see... How close you can get to picking this entire first round. Oh. And, honest, <laughs> and honestly, maybe maybe the second round, because I'll show you how I'm going to do it. Okay. 
Um, and I'm going to tally how many you get right. Okay. Um, so this is a 14-team league. It's a super flex. It is tight end premium. It is start three wide receivers, if you think that matters. Okay. I tend to not look at start three wide receivers much differently than any Not others, a ton different. I'll give, but... I'll give maybe, maybe if they're comparable, like if I'm actually legitimately for me um, looking at RB and, and wide receiver, like sometimes that'll maybe sway it. Like I'll factor in a little bit, but not, not really much. It's very rare. It is that it comes full. Into play. It is full point, uh, full PPR, and it's a half a point bonus for the tight ends. Is the is okay. the setup here? Okay. Um. So here's how I want to do this, and and it's funny. It's funny how you came in and mentioned that you haven't really done snake drafts in a while. You've been doing all auctions. Yeah. So it's kind of an extra challenge for you then. Yeah. All right. So here's the game I want to play. Uh, we're gonna go through round one, and we're gonna see how close you can get. To guessing these and you don't have to get them completely in order we're gonna do it this way in this draft the first seven picks are quarterbacks okay and i want to see if you can guess those six quarterbacks that were the first or sorry seven seven okay the first seven quarterbacks that were the picks one through seven in this draft okay and i'm gonna tally how many you get right all right and be um, well, i'm curious about the order too because well i'll give you the order once you get through oh, the seven yeah. and and i'll tell you if you're all right, right so we'll go josh allen correct justin herbert correct pat mahomes correct well um sorry you're not looking at a list which does make it oh, trickier. kyler murray kyler murray's correct joe burrow joe burrow's correct two more Lamar Jackson. Correct. Oh, <laughs> who are people? Dak Prescott. Yes, seven for seven. That's my dog right there. All right, well done. Uh, here is the order. Herbert, Allen, Mahomes, like we talked about earlier. Burrow, Jackson, Murray, Dak. Okay. Uh, nothing too nothing shocking to, there, yeah. I wouldn't say. Okay. Uh, the next pick, 1-8, was a wide receiver. Oh, it's going to be J.J. or Chase. I've seen him go both ways in the two drafts <laughs> I've been in. This one I'm going to say they won't chase. Correct. The next pick was a running back at 1-9. Oh, somebody's... They're, they're, oh, I was going to say something. Maybe it's not uh, child appropriate. So they, were just, they were so excited that they get Jonathan Taylor at 1-9. Jonathan Taylor at 1-9. So far, you're 9 for 9. 110 is another wide receiver. Now we're going to Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, 10 for 10. At 111, we have the first tight end off the board. Oh, of course, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Did you think Pitts. there's any chance he was making him to cool. you? I I was hopeful, but I had a backup plan, mm, so it is what okay. it is. All right, so uh, correct. Now this is where it might get tricky. Yeah, I bet. So 112 and 113. 112 is a running back, and 113 is a quarterback. Okay, 112 is a running back. A running back and a quarterback. So this will be the eighth quarterback of the first round. And the second and the running second back. Who is the second running back? Running back. Take the board? Um, oh, I guess I, a lot of people are going with him as a second. I know he's the second one on the ADP list. I don't know if I'd go with him in a second, but we'll go with Najee. Incorrect. Oh, okay. 
Javante Williams. Okay. Yeah. I just thought Najee and uh and Swift would have been next. So Javante, I get like a lot of people are going. Javante is getting pretty high, but I didn't think he'd be number two yet. He yeah, clearly this guy didn't want to miss out. Yeah. Uh, and then at one thirteen was a quarterback. Quarterback. Oh. Um. Sees some reaches for, for Lance, but that's not the way I would go. Um. I'm not looking at a list. I should pull up a list of quarterbacks even. Because I know who I would take. It's but it, even more flippin' impressive that you're getting this many without a list in front of you. This is beautiful mind, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll get. I'll have some for you. Screw it. I'm gonna say he went with Trevor Lawrence. No, Trey Lance. You were right. Oh, it was, the reach, for, it was okay. the reach for Trey Lance. <laughs> All right, and then I had the turn. Do you want to try to do the second round too? As long as we're going for it, or is that too much? Oh, sure. We can, okay. we can give it a shot. Yeah. So I had the turn. I think I already showed you, mm. right? So I went C.D. Lamb, and then Mark Andrews. I I, mm. I knew if Pitts didn't make it to me, it was going to be Andrews oh, yeah. around the turn. That was just for me. That's an easy choice. All right. So now we're coming back around. Two two was a quarterback. Two. Team with Trey Lance. Oh, he went with another quarterback. Another quarterback. Um, does he reach for Trevor or go with Russell Wilson? I'm going to say because he went with Lance, he's going to pair him with Trevor Lawrence. No, this is the Jalen Hurts. Whoa, that's right. People I aren't know. going for Jalen Hurts. People no, are obsessed. He does not come. He does not right come to now. mind for me though. I know. I know. People are obsessed with Jalen Hurts right now though. It, I he shouldn't come to your mind, <laughs> you know he but, but he does. People are people are in. Uh, CBS the CBS podcast crew are like talking about him like as a top three quarterback. Really? this year, this I mean, year they, they made the yeah. focus on redraft. But all right, two three and two four was two running backs. So far, the only running backs gone are Taylor and Williams. Okay, I am going to go with uh, Najee and Swift. Najee's correct. Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, to, do you want, Do you want like, if I have, like, clues to give you on these, would that be helpful just sure, for, for sure. round two? All right. Uh, 2-5 was another wide receiver to team with Justin Jefferson, and this would be the wide receiver that you'd take if you were in uh, redraft league. Oh, Devontae Adams? No. Cooper Cup. Oh, Cooper Cup. Of course, Cooper Cup. I Cup. know. You're not looking at a list in front not, of you. Yeah. All right. Next, at 2-6, we had a quarterback that you have already mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I've mentioned a couple, unfortunately. <laughs> so let's see if this guy goes. I'm going to actually say he goes with Russell Wilson. Correct. At 2-7 is a running back that you've already mentioned. Swift. That is DeAndre Swift. Uh, let's see. Then, at 2-8 and 2-9, we have two quarterbacks one you have mentioned two already quarterbacks this is where okay somebody's going with trevor lawrence trevor lawrence was two eight um is there anybody else it's was, a risky pick at two nine is it risky, a risky quarterback pick, pick a risky pick risky in, quarterback pick in dynasty he can't keep his dog in his pants <laughs> oh <laughs> Okay, that's what, that's another one who doesn't come to mind for me because I would not I take him this early. But he's two going, two nine because there's no there's Watson no seems yeah. there's just no value there. Like you, the, it's risky, so you you know I wouldn't 
just wouldn't consider him right now. You're taking him at price as if he's come back and shown you something. He Agreed. Has, he's not back. We don't know when he's going to be back. And he hasn't shown us anything. He's been off Agreed. the field for a while and now in a new organization. Absolutely. Which, say what you will, I don't know if you're still a Browns fan, but it is the Browns who they're... They dumb. <laughs> they dumb. All right, uh, 210-211, we have two tight ends in a row. Okay. We already have Pitts and Andrews gone. Pitts and Andrews gone. Who's Who are they going to take? Oh, jeez, I can't even think of anything at this point. Okay, so we're going to say someone's taking don't, Kelsey. Don't over, yeah, don't overthink it. Kelsey. And then, wait, number four for some reason. Oh. There's a tight end I'm not thinking of, but no, it's not. Oh, Kittle. <laughs> yes, Kelsey and Kittle. You only got three more, and then I won't torture you anymore. Uh, we have two more quarterbacks at 212 and 213. One young guy, one old guy. Okay, we're going. Has Stafford gone yet? This is Stafford at 213. Uh, okay, and then we're in then Fields. And Fields at 212. And then finally, at the end of the second round, was. Um, uh, this was somebody trading in for another running back. Brees Hall. This was a trade in for Brees Hall. Bro, I'm impressed. You just went 21 out of 20. Wait, 21, 25. I must have missed calculating, but you only missed a couple of these. Well done. Yeah, well, completely yeah. spiffed on Cooper. Yeah, Cup no, and... that was that was awesome. Well done. All right. Um, so you want to hear the rest of my squad because I haven't updated you on Yeah. Lot? All right. So and I'm sure everybody else here too wants to hear from the beginning. Yes, of course, of course they do. <laughs> this is what this is really what they lock came on for. Fourteen team, fourteen team, uh, fourteen team league at the turn. It's a little uh, can get a little. Yeah, I was impressed by some of the guys you got in a fourteen teamer. To be honest. Yeah, I feel good about it. Um, so it it's weird to. I go into every startup knowing I won't take running backs, mm-hmm. right? But to punt quarterback is a oh, weird yeah, feeling. I bet. It's a very weird feeling. But I ended up getting a couple I'm excited about. So, uh, first turn, CeeDee Lamb and Mark Andrews. And then it's a third round reversal, which personally I hate. I'm not a fan, usually either, but, he, but it, it works if you like out the turn well anyway, for the well turn for you, because yeah. I get an earlier pick, but I also then don't get two in a row. Right, so that's true. So it doesn't that's necessarily yeah. even work well for me, yeah. I guess. All right, so uh, C.D. Lamb and Mark Andrews. So then at 3-1, I really wanted Fields, and I missed him by three picks. So instead, I took A.J. Brown, and then my plan was... My plan when I thought I would get Fields was to take two rookie receivers at the Uh 4-5 turn, and I ended up getting my favorite two with Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams. Then at the 6-7 turn, I, I was really crossed my fingers hard on Pickett because I think he has potential to be a starter and yeah. be good, and he wasn't going, wasn't going, wasn't going, and he made it. So I took Pickett and Cole Komet. Um, then I took at 8 and 9, I took Malik Willis and Mike Gusecki. Then at 10 and 11, I took Alec Pierce oops, and Isaiah Spiller. And right before I took Isaiah Spiller, there was a guy who had, like, four of five picks. Mm. And it kind of felt like he was going to take rookie running backs, like a bunch of them all at once. Because Pierce and White and all these guys were lasting. And sure enough, in a row, Rashad White, Tyler Algier, and Damian Pierce. But Isaiah Spiller didn't get taken. Mm. 
And so I considered Alexander Madison just because, or, nah, not really Samir White. Mainly I considered Alexander Madison because I thought, man, I could, he's a guy I could turn into a first down the road yeah. pretty easily if anything happened to Cook. Yeah. Um, or even just to the Cook owner. But Spiller is 20 years old. I was like, I can't pass that up. Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah, oh, he's is only 20, 20 years old? 20 years what? old. What? I didn't know that. And I don't trust Austin Eckler to stay healthy, so no. let's do it. So I took Alec Pierce and Isaiah Spiller. Then at 12 and 13, I took Albert O, 12th round of a, of a yeah. tight end premium. And then Wondell Robinson, I figured, why not? I'll t- I'll, <laughs> is that your first? That's my first share. Yeah, that's it's my nice. first share. Awesome. Felt real dirty. Felt <laughs> real dirty about it. Uh, 14 and 15, I took Daniel Bellinger and Pierre Strong. And then just recently, I took, in 16, 17, I took Trey Sermon and Taekwon Thornton. I heard some great things about Pierre Strong as far as... Yeah, he could be the guy uh, you have in that James White role. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard as well. And then especially so, year two, they're saying hold on. Even if he does not get his opportunity for year one, hold on to him because a dynasty. Don't have to worry about that. So, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm feeling very good about this. A uh, couple guys I missed out on that I really wanted. I missed out on Goddard. Um, I took, let's see, Goddard went at five... Goddard went at 513. I, I considered Garrett Wilson and Goddard, but mm. I was like, I don't. If Jameis Williams ends up being as good as I think he's going to be, I didn't yeah. miss out on that. So I just figured there would be other tight ends that I'd want, and I didn't want to miss out. I also thought that I could get Kenny Pickett with Chris Olave, but Olave went right before oh, okay. my Pickett turned. So I took Pickett and Komet instead. Was there anybody else I was really bummed about missing out on? I was really excited when Carson Wentz went because he went in the tenth. After oh, wow. I'd already he he went around with Goff and and Baker, and there was a point I was considering Wentz, and I was like, I don't want to consider Wentz. I also uh, missed out on Howell. Howell went in the sixteenth round, eight picks before I picked Trey Sermon and Taekwon Thornton. Oh, okay, and Howell. So. It is what it is. And now I'm just looking at these recent picks because I haven't actually caught up with this. Brian Edwards I missed out on. You know how I feel mm, about that. Mm-hmm. But. So we are in a 14-team league. We're in the 18th round. It is starting to dry up, and yeah. we're, going to, we're going to 35. So oh, wow. we are only halfway through. Yikes. That's not, that's, that is pretty deep. All right, we're almost at the end, and we're going like two hours here, so we'll just make this quick. I just thought we'd, I just thought we'd play kind of a, a quick quick little um game here just eh, it's not really a game i don't know why i'm saying that um i just had i was going to ask you about teammates at the same position Mm -hmm. and where they should go in a startup compared to each other and where they did go in the startup compared to each other okay so here's the first one Mm -hmm. where should oh my gosh uh where should aaron jones and aj dylan you don't have to tell me rounds, but who should go first, A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones? I'd take Aaron Jones first. I think most would. Yep. In this league, A.J. Dillon really? went first. Okay. He went a round ahead. A.J. Wow. Dillon in the fifth, and Aaron Jones in the sixth round wow, of the startup. that's a solid... People are starting to hold off on running backs. Have you noticed that? That's why the quarterbacks... Yeah, they're starting to hold off on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. because that was always what led to me getting everybody I wanted, yeah. was that everybody was obsessed with running, running backs. backs. Nope, Not somehow that, that shifted. Yep. All right, how about... Um, I, mean, there's ob- I mean, there's obvious ones like Chase and Higgins. We won't even waste how our far, time with. Yeah. 
Well, oh. Chase went in the first, Higgins went at 314. Okay. Well, 314 is still pretty late for Higgins, I think. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But anyways. All right. How about, uh, let's see. What were some other ones I wanted to... Okay, how about um, A.J. Brown compared to Devontae Smith? I mean, you already know I took A.J. Brown at 3-1. How much later do you think Devontae Smith went? Um, whew, I would still say like fifth or sixth, but I'll go with a fifth round. He went in the sixth at 6-6, six, six, so I think that's probably pretty consistent, A.J. Brown going earlier. Yeah, I would say so. Um, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, who goes first? And we could start with who you think should go first, okay. and we can talk about it in this actual draft. Well, I I would so, but I've heard for whatever reason in podcasts, people say they'd take Elijah Moore first. I would take Garrett Wilson first, hands down. Me too. Easy. I um, I did. I mean, I did. But apparently, it's it's that's not as consistent, and so I'm just going to say they went contrarian here and took Elijah Moore first. No, Garrett Wilson, I took first at four fourteen, and then Elijah Moore went in the middle of the sixth. Okay. So it, it was... That seems yeah. about right. Like, yeah, I think so, too. That's fine. I think so, too. Um, How about uh, Godwin and Evans? I'd take Godwin first. Still. Okay. Even with the injury. Even with the injury. Especially because well, of the dynasty. Like, in, in redraft, I might consider Evans first, but it's still... Probably, I guess probably would. Um, Evan, Evans went 4-8. Chris cool. Godwin at 6-1. Wow. I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, now that, I mean, I will admit, I mean, I took the two rookies ahead of him. I just, I wanted the years and I want, I mean, they could be like the creme de la creme. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to have the chance to have the guys that are like I maybe, ridiculously good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about uh, Pollard compared to Zeke? I mean, taking Zeke first still. Even in Dynasty. How much later do you think Pollard went? How many rounds? Uh, three. Uh, Zeke went end of the sixth, and Pollard went middle of the eighth. Okay. This is cool. This is good information to have for my drafts right now to know how late some of these running backs are going to fall. And who knows how accurate this is to anything well, else. Well, I don't know. Yeah, every, every draft is different, but it's a nice it's a nice indicator to know how long they uh, late sure. can fall. So I'm going to see if I can get this from you because I need some. Yeah, I can, I can send this to you. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. We've got a few minutes left. Who else would be fun to, to point out? Okay. How about this? Um, this is news that hasn't come up actually. The news about John Mechie with leukemia. Oh, I didn't hear that. News yeah. He got diagnosed with some mm. form of leukemia and he's going to be out the whole year dealing with that. That's unfortunate. So how do you think that affected his startup value? Because he's a rookie receiver. I mean, I... You know, I took Alec Pierce in the tenth round, and you mm-hmm. would think before that, before that news, Mechie would probably be comparable to that, right? Yeah, he would have been right around there before that news. Yeah, but um, he ended up going in the fourteenth. Oh, it's still. I mean, at that point, um, it's unfortunate, and I, I guess I don't know is leukemia something people come back from very uh, regularly. It's. I mean, it's a cancer situation, so he's going to have to get treatment, and I, I don't know how that'll affect him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, but it's going to be the whole year. I mean, he's been. Yeah. it's been declared that he's out um how about keenan allen compared to michael Ooh, Williams? that's a good one. i would i would still take keenan first um God, i gotta find where michael williams even is huh, that's a good sign and i'd say william mike williams so and i and i don't know keenan i guess went a little a bit later than keenan allen went in at seven four okay and Mike Williams, I can't even really. I mean, I know he went. I just got. I guess sometime in the ninth. 
I think he went earlier than that. Wow, this is this is great radio as I try to find him on here. <laughs> Some of the best radio is when you say this is great radio. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, I can't find him, but I think he Jesus, this is this is embarrassing. Whatever. He went first, I thought. He actually went before Keenan? I thought he went before Keenan. I thought somebody was pretty bull. Oh, there he is. Yeah, he went in the fifth. Oh, wow. So he went around, okay. he went around, Would you uh, take around him before, before Keenan? Uh, no. But I also wouldn't take Keenan because he just doesn't fit what I'm trying to build. Mm-hmm. Like, the age just doesn't match up. All right, let me, th- let me find one more. One more juicy one. Um, how about... Justin Jefferson and Adam Thiel. How about all... (laughs) Yeah, nine rounds different there. Um, Okay, how about this one? Just because there has been a lot of really positive uh, reports about uh, Dotson in Washington. Uh um, And the rapport he's got with what's-his-face, the ginger. Um, And then Terry McLaurin had all the weird stuff with his, like, holdout and his contract and all that stuff. So how about Terry McLaurin compared to Dotson? Well, I'm taking McLaurin way ahead of Dotson. Of course. Yep. So McLaurin went at 5'8". Okay. Dotson. Oh, I guess considering where the Zorky wider super is going. I'm still going to say around... I'll go around 8. 8.13. You're a beautiful mind, my friend. Mm -hmm. All right. We are just about out of time, so we're going to have to wrap this up. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. This was fun, buddy. Sure was. Good times. All right, everybody. So, Dave, we miss you. Next week, let's bring it back together and uh, and actually uh, do this together. And I just mean... so he gets it in, I'll be the surrogate. Dave, <laughs> Dave will try to do better next week. <laughs> yeah, he will. Trip's right, Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph, and that's Kurt. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. And, um... Yeah, like Kurt said, try to do better next week. <laughs> oh, Dave will try to be doing better next week. Yeah, I would have done it. What have you? Dave. Yeah, I should. Oh, yeah. Okay. See you guys. Oh, I mean, it's good. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.